0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a fantastic and lovely episode of My Enthusima. Hope you're doing well today on this lovely Saturday morning or afternoon for some of us. Today we are talking about a very special thing that's very close to my heart that I hold dearly to me: the San Antonio Spurs. I've been a Spurs fan for as long as I can remember. Um, I did not start off as a Spurs fan. My first ever team that I've ever actually was a fan of was the Uh, 08 Celtics back then with Kevin Garnett. I remember being in school and hearing about it. Uh, I heard more about Paul Pierce more than Kevin Garnett, but I recall uh, searching up the Celtics, and lo and behold, I fell in love with Kevin Garnett. Uh, This is when I really had no uh, identity in basketball, didn't know the rules, just pretty much put the ball in a hoop. Not really much of Team Fundamentals. The older I got, I leaned towards the Mavericks uh, during their title run, uh, and they were really good one of the best title runs I've ever seen, especially since they beat LeBron. But that's besides the point. After that, I transitioned into being a Spurs fan. I fell in love with the fundamentals. I fell in love with the team sport. I fell in love with the pass-first offense that was so prominent between the 2013 all the way up into the 2018 season. And not to say the Spurs don't do it anymore, but it's definitely lost within the sauce with all the new players. Now, now that I have that small little introduction out of the way, we're going to talk about the upcoming season for our my Spurs. Uh, it's bleak. <laughs> it's fucking bleak. Um, whether it's Greg Popovich being on the cusp of retiring, or whether it's the LaMarcus Aldridge's of the world, or the DeMar DeRozan's of the world, where we wonder where they really are going to play a part in this team. Yeah, there's a lot to think of. Um, ideally, what I want to do is kind of go over the roster and give over my opinions and see more or less what's going to go on, like what's happening. So I guess we should start off with no, no, uh, none other than Lamar DeRozan, our key mark player, marquee player, if you will. Well, I mean, last year he made $27 million, which is really nothing to scoff at, you know, that <laughs> that isn't money to be tossing around. Lamar DeRozan is quite a, a good player. He's not the worst, absolutely. Uh, last year, he averaged 22 points, uh, five assists, uh, five total rebounds, all 53% uh, shooting. So pretty decent. He also had a 21 PER, which is nothing to scoff at either. Overall, a pretty productive player. He knows how to get his buckets. He knows where to make a count. Now, my problem with DeMar DeRozan, as much as everybody else has, like some Toronto Raptors fans who could attest to this, you just don't know if he has the heart. Whether it's in the postseason, specifically in the postseason, in the regular season, he shows up. But in the postseason, man, he just becomes a shell of himself. Uh, this year, he did a bit better in the playoffs. Uh, well, not this year. Not this year. We didn't make it. But last go around when we were in the playoffs, uh, he did a bit better. Not really much to be impressed by, but he definitely uh, got away with, uh, you know, owning it out. So for next year. He is on another contract his final year for another 27 mil, close to 28 mil to be exact. Now, realistically, should we buy him out? No, it's too much. And should we trade him? It's a possibility we could trade him for some young pieces, but the better question is who would actually give something up from them? I could see a trade going on with the Alendo Magic or some sort, or Mel, hell, even to some capacity, the Phoenix Suns, if they're willing to really uh, go into the win now situation. But the Phoenix Suns is more of a drag. I see more of a Lando happening for LaMarcus Aldridge. So, the more the Rosen, I'm sorry. Now, if we move towards LaMarcus Aldridge, a player that I've always had profound, and consistent respect for, man. He, he hurts. When he was on the Trailblazers, he was quite the beast, quite the monster. I still remember that series he had against the Rockets where he smoked them, just killed them. Oh, my God uh now being in the spurs he's definitely a shell of himself as well joining us back all the way i believe touching back to the 2016 season or 2017 season he joined back with us it definitely hurt because yeah uh, 2015-2016 season i was definitely hyped we definitely had another big next to tim duncan we it was definitely gonna be a win now situation unfortunately we all know what happened when uh, Kawhi Leonard went in, uh, I believe it's 2017, 2018, and he, he injured his leg. Yeah. So, uh, that was probably the last time I had some good faith in LaMarcus Aldridge. Overall, pretty decent player. Uh, last year, averaged 18.9, 2.4, and 7.4 uh, rebounds off a of 49% field goal uh, and 82% free throw percentage with a PR of 19. Again, pretty decent. He's not, he's not a superstar, but he... He gives you the buckets when you need them. The problem with LaMarcus is, yeah, he could give you a good amount of points, more often double digits uh, on any given night, but it's getting kind of old, and not to say he is retardedly old. He, I believe he's only uh, 31, give or take. So regardless if he's not that old, I just feel like we need to put ourselves in a position to get younger and... Doesn't necessarily mean we have to play smaller, because by all means, I enjoy myself a good big. But we definitely need to look at the possibilities of trying to find a way to move him. Uh, next year, he's going to be making $24 million, which is, again, nothing to scoff at. Is there a possibility that we trade him? I don't know. Realistically, I don't think there's a team that could uh, possibly want him. Maybe the Trailblazers, if they, again, want to go back into the win-now situation. And Aldridge has expressed that he wouldn't mind going back to play for Portland. So it would be a win-win. Now, what can we get uh, in exchange for that? That's kind of harsh. I'd probably uh, no first-rounders coming out of that deal, at least in my opinion. But maybe something for, like, Joseph Nur- Nurkic or something like that. A small little package for Marcus Aldridge. Even if it's not the greatest deal, um, I do think getting his salary off the books for the upcoming season will definitely help out in the long run even if we don't really have a lot of money being a small market team, but anything helps, Right. So we move on to Rudy Gay, uh, a player that I am a fan of. I've adored, uh, but his time in the league is getting deteriorated. Rudy Gay, quite the great small forward. Next year he's going to be making 14 million and he has uh, early birds. Right. So he's a little bit okay there. Last year off the bench, he averaged, uh, Pretty much 10 points, five rebounds, and close to two assists off a of 44% field goal shooting with a 15.4 PER. Uh, and for the record, I don't hold too much praise on PER. Uh, but for the most part, if you have a decent PER, I like to consider you a fairly average or good player because your efficiency rating is pretty nice. But now, he averaged uh, a little under 11 points a game. Last season off the bench, doing pretty decent. I kind of do wish that he um, got a little bit more touches. If you look at his field goal percentage from three, he's uh, shooting a decent 33%, a bit below par if you ask me, but he's doing what he can. Uh, He's getting a bit old. uh, For some of us who do remember Rudy Gay, he's definitely known for his athleticism. He's turned more into a bit of a shooter nowadays since he's had multiple ACL injuries, which really hurts. But if only we could have the Rudy Gay from the Toronto Raptor days, at least, but we can't have that. So um, I think we should just keep him on the books. Uh, it's not too bad for $14 million a year, but we do uh, need to understand that uh, in total, he is guaranteed $28 mil, So that he, does, he does not have a trade clause in that, which kind of sucks, dude. Um, and actually, forgive me if I said he had no trade clause. I actually cannot confirm that. But what I can say is that for... Uh, two years for 14 million a piece. It isn't too bad. He gives decent production. I would hope he has that veteran leadership in the locker room that we ask some of these players to have. So I think for that price, we keep him for his final year. And if we want to resign him, I think it really depends on how he plays out. Uh, him being 34, I-, I don't see much of a future for him at the moment. But we'll see. Considering Lamarcus is 35 and he's going to be making 24 this year, so we'll find out. Next is the little Australian hot pepper spark plug, Patty Mills. Oh, mama! So, always got love for Patty Mills. Kind of inconsistent, but always somebody to have reliable on the bench. Uh, I, I don't really consider him a floor general. He's really just a microwave. Just get and get your points. Can pass the ball. Can do his things. Uh, so next year he's going to be making 13, close, to, yeah, 13 mil, which isn't too bad uh, with the season he had, averaging 11, one. 1.6 and 1.8 off of 38% from three-pointer and 43 from the field. Uh, yeah, he, he could do a little bit better. Uh, if we look at his minutes played, which I'm pulling up right now. If if we look at his minutes played, he just averaged uh, below 23. So for a, for a decent amount of time, he's putting in when he needs to. Um, I do wish Patty Mills could always put in more. And a part of me does always wonder, as much as I love Patty, is the Paddy experiment kind of done? Well, not more of an experiment, but the journey of Paddy Mills is over. Because eventually, I, I used to think he could take over for Parker, but that's not the case. So that's fine. Uh, again, another player I would love to have on the team. If only um, he, he could remain healthy and stay consistent, then I hopefully won't look like a fool. So, so far, two potential trades that I've mentioned is the Marcus, uh, DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge. Uh, just because they're around that age, they still have enough talent where they could actually provide us some trade value and hopefully give us something in return. Rudy Gam, Patty Mills are more in the fence. Now for Marco Bellinelli, uh, my boy, the, the 34-year-old Italian douche. Great three-point shooter. He's only making uh, $5 million a year, um, and he's a free agent this year. So um, do we keep him? Uh, with him only averaging 6.3 points off of 37% from three and averaging 15 minutes, uh, I said we let him go. It's always nice to have a three-pointer. It's always nice to have somebody who would just come in and shoot. But, damn it, we need defense sometimes. And we are kind of looking bad from the players I already named <laughs> defensively. I mean, the Lamar DeRozan is no slouch, but he's not, it's not the best player. Yeah, LaMarcus Aldridge can't play defense. Rudy Gay... Uh, he could hold his own sometimes, but his legs gave out. And Patty Mills is just too small. And Marco Bellinelli, too slow, old, and the list goes on. He's just not a great defensive player. So I love you, Patty Mills. You won a title with us. Um, but you need to tell your mans, Marco Bellinelli, that it's probably time to go and hang it up. Because we got respect for him, but sometimes you just got to walk away in the sunset. And for Trey Lyles, um, a player not really too indifferent about uh, did not really play at all for much of us. It, if at all, 20 minutes, you know, is a lot. For a bench player, only averaging 6.4 or 5.7 as, uh, rebounds. He puts in work. I kind of wish he could work on his uh, shooting a little bit. Uh, he actually was pretty decent, shooting at 38% from three, but he only uh, attempted 2.6, uh, 2.7 per game. So, yeah, with that type of clip, you're all with only shooting like two or three three-pointers a game, you're bound to have a decent percentage, at least if you can make one. So overall, I think we should keep him. He's only on the books next year for $5.5 million, so it isn't breaking the bank. I kind of wish we got him for a little bit cheaper, but brothers got to get paid, I suppose. So g- good addition, we keep him. Now, Jacob Portal, one of my favorite uh, under-the-radar players in-, in the NBA at the moment for the Spurs specifically, I definitely say we keep him. Granted, uh, he's on a rookie contract, so he's only making close to 3.7 mil. So quite a steal, if you ask me. Averaging 5.6, 5.7, and 1.6 assists uh, on 62% field goal. Uh, his speed throw needs to get up only at uh, 48.5, but hopefully that comes with time. Uh, playing 17.7 minutes for us, he definitely does his job. Comes in, grabs some boards, plays defense, does the dirty work. I would like to see him get a few more touches, though, because he did only average uh four field goals a game per uh this season. So it's not a lot, but again, he was doing his part. He made sure he was there when he was needed, and yeah, I, I actually am a huge fan of him. He's not definitely not a rough rider of sorts, but he definitely will come in and play the role, which is something every team needs on the bench or as a starter. So yeah, we definitely keep the Portal, uh, Brent Forbes. I. I would, before we get rid of him, I, I, I don't know if it's just because uh, Brent Forbes just has one of those faces that makes me kind of want to cringe, or maybe it's just because of uh, Greg Popovich's unreasonable amount of faith he has in him to put him in games sometimes. But Brent Forbes is a decent player uh, overall, averaging 11.2 uh, points, two rebounds, 1.7 assists, off of 38% uh, from three. Uh, he attempted six threes a game, so pretty decent uh, rate of... Uh, hitting it. So it's not too bad. I kind of do wish that his minutes does go down a little bit. Uh Maybe his production will go down as well. But in uh, reality, I feel like you should swap out his time for the next person I'm about to talk about, which is Lonnie Walker. So Lonnie Walker, if you are a Spurs fan or if you're into any Spurs meme culture, you know that this man is a god. Averaging. <laughs> a whopping 6.4, 2.3, and 1.1 assists off of 42% field goal to 40% from three. This man has averaged a whopping 16 minutes per game. Now, we are not sure exactly why he hasn't been being played. Popovich tells us is that it's because he wants the team to, he wants him, Lonnie Walker, to be more ingratiated into the team and get the system more, which I get. But, dude, okay, I think he's your best your second best young player behind DeJounte Murray. Derek White has some debate, but he uh, needs to show me a bit more. So with Lonnie Walker b- clearly being on a rookie contract for only uh, 2.7 mil, and next season he's going to be earning 2.8 mil, which is still nothing to scoff at, you definitely, have him for, and you definitely have him for an extra two years. You can develop him. You can definitely put him to where you want to be. He could probably get on the same caliber as, let's say, to a certain extent, donovan mitchell to a lesser degree maybe i, I averaging like eight, eight, 18 5 and 6 or something like that uh lonnie walker definitely does have the potential he could probably work on his shot a bit more work on his awareness because i definitely uh see what popovich means he gets lost in the sauce sometimes when he's in the plays so we keep him we develop him and he's going to be a part of our future well luka salmanich um another first round pick another guy we have on the rookie deal really did not play at all, if not much for us, averaging uh, 16 minutes played. um, Only shooting like five field goals and not a lot of playing time for him. He was mostly in the G League uh, and he came up for a bit, but uh, yeah, mostly in the G League. I definitely do see some promise from him. He's not the greatest prospect we have, but uh, a decent big that could Uh, secure boards and shoot threes um, is always something we have room for. And he definitely needs to work on grabbing some boards. Even if he's a stretch forward, he can definitely work on at least averaging like five rebounds instead of three. So Lucas Salmonic, I say keep him in a G league, develop him a little bit more, but definitely keep him on a team and probably wait at least until next year because uh, we haven't for four years and next year he's going to be earning 2.8 mil and after that he'll earn 2.9. So it won't be too much of a loss. All right. Now Dejounte Murray. The I like to think the the leader of the team at this point, as as much as we have the Martha Rosen and the Marcus Aldridge, the Jonathan Murray has the keys to the city now. Averaging 10.9 uh, points, 5.8 assists, 4. Point, sorry, 5.8 rebounds and 4.81 assists, he's actually doing pretty good. Uh, he averaged 25 minutes a game, which is also surprising because he is coming off an injury, and that always scares me because you never want to see your star player get hurt like that. So him coming back and him producing a pretty decent season, uh, consider all things considered with that injury, I'm very impressed and I'm very hopeful. We definitely keep him. I definitely do wish that he can work on his uh, shot making a bit. His three-point is getting better, uh, but I feel like he needs to have a bit more confidence and taking the ball to the hoop and being a bit more of a threat. Uh, not to say he always passes it out, but I do get the sense that uh, some defenses on certain nights look at the John Murray and say, nah, he's going to pass it, dude. Just wait for it. So DeJounte is definitely an interesting spot. Kendall Johnson, uh, another guy who was pretty much in the G League, who didn't get any playing time. I won't read up his stats right now. I, from what I've seen of him in college and what I've seen as a prospect, I'm a fan. Um, same thing with Lucas Salmanic. I can't speak much on it. I would much rather keep him in the G League, let him develop a little bit more before we bring him up. Because, uh, again, I mean, we're the Spurs for the most part. If we develop a player, they come out good. So I have faith. Derek White. Another fantastic player that I'm a huge fan of. I kind of wish he could develop a bit more. Uh, we have him for one more year, and he is owed $3.5 million for the next year, which isn't too bad. Averaging 11.3 points, 3.3 rebounds, and 3.5 assists off a of 45% field goal shooting and 36% three-point shooting. Uh, Derek White does what he's supposed to. Averaging 24 minutes a game last season, he definitely played just a minute less than what he did last season, but he's getting the opportunity to be a part of that unit more consistently. Uh, If we look at his three-pointers attempted, he only attempted 2.4, so not a huge three-point shooter, but we can imagine that's going to go up. And as we do know, we are the Spurs. If we're going to keep LaMarcus Aldridge and DeMar DeRozan, even if both of them can make a three when they feel like it, we definitely need to surround ourselves with people that – Aren't necessarily slampers, but they can chuck up a shot if they need to. You know, if the Rosen and Argers is ch- choking up the paint. Great prospect. Do I think he's going to be a superstar? Eh, I think Skip Bayless was dragging it with that one. He is going to be pretty great in the league. He's going to be a fantastic player. Uh, we'll just see how high is his ceiling because I think it's pretty high. Just not to the extent that uh, Skip Bayless said. And... Metsu and Zeller. I'll talk about both of them at the exact same time. Zeller, uh, I'll start with the Zavi veteran first. Huge fan. Clearly not a, a monster on the stats, but he is a definition of what I like to call a player. Like an average NBA player where they get paid. They come and they do their job. They're not going to wow you. They're not going to impress you by their skills. They're just literally there to do their job. Play the defense, grab a board, get a bucket, and like go home. That is what I respect about Tyler Zeller. I will definitely keep him on the board. And he is so cheap right now that I like I, I, my mouth is watering. He's on like a minimum contract. So by all means keep him. Now for Jemetsi Metu. Uh a guy I kind of wish we played a bit more. Did not see a lot of him this season. Um definitely am interested. Pretty tall dude. Uh that's six foot nine, as I say, pretty tall. <laughs> Uh, averaging 3.2, 1.8 boards, and 0.6 assists of a 57 uh, field goal shooting. Uh, clearly, he's going to have to fight for the rotation with Porto and Aldridge and Zeller and Lyles and, and all that good stuff. So our front coin is looking kind of stacked, but it's nice to know we have a decent big that can come up whenever they need it. I definitely do think he needs to prove himself uh, more more than a- anyway. And I just kind of hope going forward it's not going to be... Uh, another one of those players where we just let sit on the bench like Boban. Oh, to this day, it still hurts me if we don't have Boban Majanovic anymore. Oh, what a great guy. So uh, overall, 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 overall. And besides my analysis of the payroll and their stats, overall, what does it really mean for our Spurs? I think for the most part, it's not going to be pretty. We're definitely going to be going through a rebuild process. Um, I just think it's better we do it sooner than later because... We don't want to be the modern Portland Trailblazers who have quite a good team, but are too good to be in the lottery, but are too bad to, to actually make it past the first or second round. Being in limbo is one of the worst things you could do in the NBA. And I feel like the Spurs are on that path, whether it's because of our ignorance of not wanting to change our system or whether it's because it's just our time to be one of the suckiest teams in the NBA because it happens to every sports fan. So, yeah. Hopefully, the DeMar Rose and LaMarcus Archers are gone. Rudy Gay could find some inspiration to play a bit better. Patty Mills, play better. Marco Bellinelli have a nice career. Trey Lyles, continue doing your work on the bench. Jacob Porto, please keep improving. I really enjoy you. Brent Forbes, just stop looking douchey. Um, Lonnie Walker, please just keep doing your thing, man. Try to learn better and prove to Popovich you deserve the keys to the city just as much as this is Rante Murray. Murray. We have uh, Lucas Salmonish. Just improve it to G League and you'll get your shot. Uh, DeJounte Murray, please, bro, don't get hurt. I love you. Derek White, don't get hurt. I love you. Kendall Jonathan, Metsu, E Banks, and Witherspoon, you guys will have your time where you'll be a bit more relevant in the conversation. But just know, as prospects, I am looking at you guys. I am impressed with what I see, and I'm confident you can actually provide to the sports organization. And lastly, Tyler Zeller, keep better them checks, my man. Even if you are on a minimum contract, you're still getting paid, brother. So yeah, I overall, I think we will make it as the 7th or 8th seed, if anything at all. I'm, I know I'm being a bit optimistic considering how stacked the West is, but uh, considering we're the Spurs and really, I, I think as long as we have flow, nothing should really be a problem. I think we should be okay. This is was quite a long one, but when it comes to reading analytics and trying to get everything situated, this is how it goes. I try to do a better job next time for my sports video, um, and I probably won't not include analytics as much, but... Considering I was talking about payroll and all that stuff, I, I, you know, probably better I speak on that. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. And always remember, if you ain't a Spurs fan, what are you doing?